0: What's up and welcome back to the Daily Music Business Podcast. I'm coming to you with another episode within my Overcoming Obstacles in the Music Industry series. Today we are talking about feeling like the market is oversaturated, feeling like there is too much competition out there and confronting that niggling comparison-itis bug that tends to infiltrate our brain space when we're scrolling through Instagram, seeing other bands do well that are maybe slightly ahead of us get a big support slot or you know other artists get a really cool like festival opportunity or something these are things that can really make us feel inadequate and that we're not doing enough for our music career and it can also make us feel invisible I was totally about to say invincible, but no, invisible is what I mean. It can make us feel overlooked, like why are other artists, other bands getting these opportunities and why aren't we? This is something that I used to feel a lot in one of my old bands who was together for six years. And this exact feeling is one of the reasons why I started my band coaching business. I know how awful it is to feel like you are working so hard and that you've poured all of your money, your time and your energy into a release or into a... A project and that you are basically being ignored by the industry and aren't able to you know get those support slots or you know get that radio play or other cool opportunities that are going to expose you to more fans oh my god how australia am i gonna anyway you know what i mean going to expose you to more fans so if you can hear the rain in the background of this intro, I do apologize, but it's not actually in the recording of this episode. Before we dive in, make sure you are following me on social media. I'm just Monica Strut everywhere. And don't forget I'm having a birthday Black Friday sale on all my online courses. So if you head to monicastrut.com, That will take you to a link where you can view all of my online courses. I've got courses on social media, on PR, on branding. I'm doing a special Black Friday bundle where you can get all three at a really, really great price. I've got 40% off everything. And there's also my work from the tour bus course, which is how to start a side hustle within the music industry. If you are sick of asking your employer for time off when it comes to tour and you just want to live life on your own terms, wake up when you want, work when you want, this is a business that I've created and I'm. So passionate about teaching other people to do the same. So, that course, which is a six week course with pre recorded modules and also access to me throughout, is also 40% off. So, definitely take advantage of that. I hope you enjoyed this episode, which really debunks the obstacle that the market is too oversaturated, that there's too much competition. If you've ever felt like that, I think this is really going to help you. Oh, and by the way, there is a literal mic drop moment within this episode. You'll see what I mean when we get to it. It's a couple of minutes in, but yeah, pretty funny. Enjoy! <laughs> Who else has felt like the market is too saturated and there is too much competition? I would love for you to drop me a comment. I know that this is something that a lot of my communities struggle with, and especially with um, the rise of social media, What's happened is it's kind of um, equaled the playing field. So we no no longer really have these like giant, giant rock star bands coming through um, because everyone has the ability to reach their ideal audience through social media all around the world. There is an audience for everyone, by the way, I just want to put that out there. If you're worried that your um, genre and your music isn't like cool in the city that you live, you need to just go find, you know, a place in the world where it's popular. And I have to say, Australia has a very, very niche style of metal that is cool right now. But the industry looks completely different in Europe. It looks completely different again in Asia. It looks completely different again in America. So it's all about doing what you want to do, um, doing the music that you feel is aligned to you, and then going out and finding your audience somewhere else. So this oversaturation thing, there's too much competition. I'm going to be really real with you guys. Obviously, there are a lot of, um, there's a lot of bands out there, and a lot of them are trying to push their stuff on social media. And the reason I believe that bands feel like they can't stand out is because, How do I say this tactfully? The bands that I believe feel like they can't stand out aren't doing enough to stand out. It's as simple as that. There are a lot of bands out there that feel like they can coast along doing the bare minimum. And we're living in a time where music really really is something that can be taken into your own hands as i was just saying if your target audience is not in australia or whatever country that you're from then it'll be somewhere else in the world you just have to go out and find it and the bands that aren't standing out as i said they're not doing enough to stand out so this comes down to a what is your branding what makes you different like you can't just tell people oh no but we're different our music is different that's not enough People are going to see you 90% of the time before they hear you. Branding is such a core way of standing out, especially online. And do you want to know one of the biggest ways that you can stand out with your branding online? Invest in your branding. Pay a photographer who's good. Pay a videographer who's going to do a good job of your video. The reason why a lot of bands don't stand out online is because their photos and videos are shit. Aha! just my microphone that was meant to be a very dramatic moment and why are they not investing the money into the photos and videos to bring them up to 2020 standards it's just 2020 standards it's not anything that I've created it's just what's expected because there are plenty of bands that are investing in high quality branding the reason why a lot of bands aren't investing in that stuff is because they don't believe deep down that they can make it They don't believe that eventually there's going to be a light at the end of the tunnel and the investment is going to reap its rewards later down the track. So I ask you again, do you really believe that you can succeed in music? Okay, Monique says yes, um, but it's a good thing kind of because it means that there's always cool new music to bounce off, but it does make it hard and you sort of accidentally unintentionally fail comparing yourself to others and making it feel like a competition, which it kind of is. Comparison is something that I spoke about with Katie last week as well. If you find yourself comparing yourself to others online, which I do as well, first off, never go on social media in the morning. Never ever go on social media in the morning. It is the number one way to ruin your productivity for the rest of the day. And I've had many clients and uh, members of my uh, membership program being in a band say that once they stopped going on social media first thing in the morning, they were actually more productive and they felt more creative. And the reason is, it's comparison When we're seeing everyone's highlight reels coming through, we're all of a sudden going, fuck, why isn't my band there? Why aren't I there? Why isn't my business there? Unfollow, <laughs> if they're a friend of yours, which is okay to feel like a bit of comparison to a friend, you're going to have to mute them. Just mute them for a period of time. But don't go on social media in the morning. Um, do some like personal development work. I've got a whole like personal development masterclass in here. A lot of journaling. Listen to an inspiring podcast if you want to. Go exercise. That gives you really good endorphins. And when you're feeling in a state where you feel centered and you feel like you can bring on, like tackle whatever the world brings at you, then go on social media. Then you can start responding to people and scrolling and whatnot. I don't really like scrolling. Um, I don't think it's like necessarily healthy, but of course, everyone's going to do it from time to time. Um, because what happens is if we don't set up our mornings in that manner, then we're going to spend the rest of the day in a responsive mode instead of a creative mode. So that would be like the number one tip of advice. Jordan says 100 um, percent. Monique says no one ever wants to be competitive, but it can happen naturally. Absolutely. Ryan says The biggest issue I've found With being in a band Is that people join a band Thinking it's fun And express until they want To make a career out of it Until it's time to spend money in cash on marketing Branding, hiring, publicists Working on image You're right Bands don't do that enough To stand out Wade says Mic drop This, you're absolutely right, Ryan. That is a huge fucking issue. And whenever I work with bands privately, and uh, I know Wade can attest to this, the first thing that we do in the very first meeting is I sit down and I go, guys, how is the work distributed between all the band members? What do you want to get out of this? What are your goals? And I think that it's never too late to have this conversation. And one of my friends, um, Steve Canatelli, Coach Canatelli, who's a band coach, he um, helps bands uh, get their live, um, like their live performance, and like on videos and stuff, up to scratch. He posted a really, really poignant status the other day, um, which some of you may have seen, and he says that the biggest contributing factor to what, like bands not succeeding is ultimately, you know, you have a mix of people within the band. Some are doing it as a hobby, and some are doing it as a serious thing that they want to eventually make a living off. If all of your band members aren't on the same page. It's going to be an issue. It's going to be a major issue. You need to identify that when the band is first starting. What do you want to do? Do you want to tour the world? Do you want to take this seriously? Are you willing to do whatever it takes? If they're not, then you can go join, you know, another bunch of musicians who just want to have fun, and that's okay too. But you have to sort this out. If you've been in a band a couple of years, this conversation can be really, really fucking hard. And I've uh, had multiple touch points within my band where we've checked in with each other going, Hey, like, I know you have these other priorities going on right now. Are you still on track? Like, are you still, you know, wanting to take this as far as it can go? Everyone's like, yep, yep, yep. We're still on board with this. Good. We can all feel good within ourselves that we're not wasting our time and off we go and keep the goals. So having this talk at any stage of your music career and touching bass is really, really key. Jesse says, I've been able to hold off until after breakfast lately. Lol. Good on you. Yes. I know you were one of the ones that took my advice. I'm so glad. Um, Monique says, also, this kind of reminds me of one of my biggest issues, maintaining regular content upload without getting repetitive and or posting just throw away away material for the sake of posting. You won't get repetitive as long as you're, you can recycle stuff from a couple of months ago and people won't remember. Jake says, compare only to yourself. That way you're, you're always one stair away from improvement reaching the next level. I love this advice so much. And it reminds me of a time in high school where I was, in my maths class, and this is a very strange analogy, but I was never crap at maths, I was always good at English, I did like advanced English and stuff, I'm naturally a writer, and I was in my maths class, like I wasn't shit, and all of a sudden, the next year, I got a different maths teacher to um, the one I had the year prior, and his way of teaching was um, not the best. (laughs) <laughs> he we just look we just didn't resonate and I don't think he resonated with a lot of the class because a lot of our marks started to go down and I noticed that each and every test that I did my marks would you know where I was used used to getting like in the 90% in the 80% my test scores were suddenly now in the 70% and I was like fuck like I, I knew it was the teacher that was the issue and I used to tell my classmates, I was like, look at these scores. Like, I just don't understand what he's teaching me. And they would go, but Monica... <laughs> oh, my God. I'm going to seem like way more studious than I was. But they, they were like, you know, my peers were like, but Monica, you came first in the class. Like, you came second in the class for this test. And I was like, yeah, but it that doesn't really matter to me because I know for me, like, I can do better. And I think what Jake says about only comparing yourself to what you know you can achieve It really raises the bar because only you know your potential. If you start comparing yourself to other people who don't have as high standards as you, your standards are going to drop. Bands generally have one person carrying the band with writing, funding, etc. Getting other members to spruce up their image can be tough. A lot of the band don't even realize being a professional band is a brand. I think that's a limiting belief. And I've heard people talk about this, like, oh, usually it's only one person who's the driving force of the band. Usually it's only one person that funds the band. In my last two projects, which were arguably my serious projects, every single band member has contributed equally financially. And every single band member, especially in the current band that I'm in now, has contributed work-wise. So it's about, again, like, this is what I do when I coach with bands. What are the strengths of your band members? First off, what are your goals? Um, Are you doing this seriously? Because if you're not, it's probably not going to work long term, unfortunately. Um, Thirdly, what are each and everyone's strengths? So if they do want to do it seriously, if they do want to be invested in the band, like, for example, um, you know, I manage social media. I also manage all the PR, like, front-facing aspects because I've got a seven-year history in media. Um, my drummer, he, um, is very analytical. He's an engineer and he maps out all of our finances and we've been able to predict all our expenses for the next six plus months. And we know how much money that we need to put away into the band bank account. This is another tip, um, that we need to put away into the band bank account each week, uh, for us all to be able to tick off every single goal and be able to have money to invest in marketing, that sort of thing. And it's only a hundred dollars a week. Um, and my guitarist, he does a lot of the songwriting, um, same with my bass player. He does a lot of the songwriting as well, but it's mainly my guitarist who formulates a lot of the ideas for the songs. And he also does, um, a lot of like, kind of like the in-between admins. So he will coordinate stuff like shows, rehearsals, that sort of thing. And my bass player, he's all about branding. So we've got a new bass player Um, who will be revealed when we rebrand and relaunch the band um, whenever COVID allows us to film a fucking video. And he is really all about branding and he is um, designing like merch collections for us. Um, He is helping all of us um, create a more cohesive branding and looking to the style and how we want to represent our band, like given the new music. And he's in charge of all of that And um, he's also uh, does a lot of like the samples and stuff in our songs. So all of us have very important and equal roles within the band. And honestly, if it wasn't like that, like I've had band members, as I said, in previous bands in the past who just showed up to rehearsals and that's it. And like, then they want an equal share of royalties and stuff like that. No, fuck that. Um, Jordan, the belief aspect is vital and investment is key. You don't want to invest, do something else. That's the thing. Exactly. Yeah, Ryan. I've had this issue in the past. A lot of us have had that issue in the past. That's why I'm such a hard ass about it now. And um, you know, a lot of people that know me say that I don't bullshit. I just say it how it is. And when bands are paying to work with me, I need to be this. Um, I need to be this real with them because my goal is to help them achieve their goals um jesse says at least not being able to get people on board with the pr social media stuff yeah social media can be a little bit difficult because social media doesn't come naturally to a lot of band members and pretty much every single band that i've worked with in the past or you know my peers bands uh, my friends band stuff uh, there's always like a couple of people who don't really get the whole social media thing and that is okay um You know, I've had conversations with some really big people in the music industry over the last couple of months, and one of the things that they do look out for is individual band members' social media presence. So I'm not going to say that it's not important. It is important that everyone is active on social media. But we start slowly. Everyone, I mean everyone in the band, can, whenever the band posts... The person in charge of social media posts in the band chat going hey there's a new post up on our band page everyone share it everyone do the share they can add their own little flavor in the post whatsoever it takes fucking five minutes it's really not that hard so that is one really really simple thing that you can do if you have bandmates that maybe aren't as kind of up with the times when it comes to social media as i said it's okay it's about what other strengths do they bring to the table so that it feels like you know everything's not imbalanced Thank you for listening to today's Daily Music Business Podcast episode. There is just one more point that I thought was important to say on this topic of comparisonitis. And I really want you to switch your belief and start telling yourself that there's enough room for everyone and write it down, stick it on your wall, next to your bed, on the back of the toilet door, say it in the mirror as an affirmation. The fact is people are allowed to like more than one artist, more than one band, and likely you have a whole range of artists and bands in different genres that hold a special place in your heart for very different reasons. There are so many people out there in the world and there are limitless opportunities. I know that touring has kind of stalled in 2020, but, you know, we are heading back to a normal place now in 2021. There are constantly bands touring around Australia, and I'm sure that there are constantly bands going to be touring in your country as well. So if you miss out on one support slot, it's just a law of averages. Keep applying, keep putting your name forward, keep being present in the scene and putting yourself out there law of averages you're bound to get there eventually if you miss out on an opportunity it wasn't for you in fact I love this quote what is for me will not pass me what is for me will not pass me and I've said that a million times when I've missed out on one opportunity or one big support slot or something I've repeated to myself what is for me will not pass me and boom, another opportunity will come up soon after, I can guarantee it. And it will be more aligned. It'll be exactly the right timing. So the sooner that you can adopt this mantra of there is no competition because no one does it quite like you and what is for you will not pass you, then the market is no longer saturated. Subscribe today to the Daily Music Business Podcast on your favorite podcast platform. Hey, what's up? This is Blake Wyland. I'm the host of the Tone Mob Podcast. It's a show where I interview guitar people about guitar stuff. We talk about their pedals, their amps, their accessories, their preferences, all that stuff, as well as a healthy dose of whatever comes up. Topics have ranged from aliens to addiction and anywhere in between. Oh yeah, and pizza. We're definitely going to be talking about pizza. So get the show wherever you're listening to this podcast at. Just search The Tone Mob in your search bar and it will pop right up. Come join us. We're having a lot of fun. Thanks for checking it out.